0: Holy Father, Holy
1: Father, Holy Father, Father,
0: before your throne I kneel in prayer. Holy Father, Holy Father, Holy Father, before your throne I kneel in prayer. Because I've been baptized by the blood of the Lamb, and I'm working my salvation out. I've been purchased with a price I cannot repay. I'm redeemed redeem I'm redeem I'm, redeemed, I'm, I'm redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the lamb oh Jesus oh Jesus oh, Jesus oh Jesus oh Jesus keep me near the cross oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. oh Jesus oh Jesus oh Jesus oh Jesus keep me near the cross because I've been baptized by the blood of the lamb and I'm working my salvation out. I've been purchased with a price I cannot repay. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I'll through the work convict me of sin. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit the work, convict me of sin, because I've been baptized by the blood of the Lamb, and I'm working my salvation out. I've been purchased with a price I cannot repay. I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb.
1: Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I fully believe that we as Christians, just like Paul stated, that we are saved by God's grace through faith that's what paul said in ephesians chapter 2 that i uh, that was just read in verses 8 through 10. and we see there that you know we are saved through faith and this faith that we have in god you know it's not by these works it's by the faith that we have in god now i know that some of you might be thinking well that means that you know of course i understand that we're saved by faith but we also you know have to do some things don't we like you know of course be baptized. Well, yeah, I believe that whenever you talk about having faith in God, when you believe in God, you will do the things that he's asked you to do. Like, if you have faith in God, you will be baptized. If you have faith in God, you will continue to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Like, if you have faith in God, you will fully love God and that you will fully follow God and his son, Jesus Christ. So this statement, sometimes I think that whenever we we hear this phrase about being saved by faith. We don't think about faith big enough, really. Now, we're not saved by the works that we do, even though looking at this passage again, it's very interesting because it does say that we're saved by grace, but then it says it's through faith, not by works, but then if you keep following, it tells us that we are God's handiwork to do good works. So we're saved by grace through faith, not by works, but we are still supposed to do good works. It can be a little confusing and that's why I've chosen for us to look at this, this balanced belief that we have faith on the one hand, we have works on the other hand. And they both do go together and I believe it's so important that we understand how closely connected they are. And really uh, for this lesson, I want us to look at two main different passages. One in James 2, and then also in Galatians 2. So, you know, maybe as a little bit of a, of a memory uh, crutch, if you will, that you can remember, okay, chapter 2 of these two different passages, we got James, we've got Galatians, and those two will kind of get you to, to see these passages that speak about faith on the one hand, but then they also speak about works on the other hand. We need both faith and works, but they do play different roles in our lives. They, they play different functions. They serve different purposes. Let's take a look at those purposes together. Let's start off looking at faith from Galatians chapter 2. We're going to be in verses 15 through 21. Galatians 2, beginning in verse 15. We who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith In Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law because by the works of the law no one will be justified but if in seeking to be justified in Christ we Jews find ourselves also among the sinners doesn't that mean that Christ promotes sin absolutely not if I rebuild what I destroyed then I really would be a lawbreaker for through the law I died to the law so that I might live for God I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. This passage right here, there's there's so much to, to work through and something that is a little different for us. You know, in verse 15, he's talking about Jews and Gentiles, that to us, we don't even think about that hardly. But during Paul's day, that was very important. Because Paul, he says, look, we who were Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles, it is kind of interesting he used the term sinful Gentiles, but the, that's going to come in, in, uh, in a little bit later in verses like 17 and 18, whenever he's talking about uh, being sinful. But, you know, there is a contrast between Jews and Gentiles because the Jews, they grew up always learning the law of Moses, knowing the law, following the, the word of God. The Gentiles, not so. There might have been some truth in what they were following, and there might have been some godly principles that they were following. But let's face it, a lot of the religious acts that the Gentiles did were not pleasing in God's sight at all. I mean, God was God was very displeased with most of the Gentiles. So Paul is talking, and he says, "We who are Jews by birth, we know that we can't be justified by the works of the law." Okay, he says how they are justified though. How are they justified? They're justified by faith in Jesus Christ. He says that Jews are justified by faith in Jesus Christ, but guess what? Whatever Paul speaks to Gentiles, he says the same thing to them, that they are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. And that's why he goes on in verse 16, and he says, so we, talking about Jews, Jews by birth, so we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus. That's That's what Paul's faith was firmly rested upon was this this uh, faith in Jesus Christ. That's what his salvation was, uh, was dependent upon, was that faith in Jesus Christ. He knew that he couldn't do just by following the, the works of law. He knew that he wasn't going to be justified by that. He knew that that doesn't bring about salvation. In fact, most of the time, for people who were trying to follow and do the works of the law, what the law proved was you're imperfect. You, you have faults. You have a lot of faults. We all, as humans, do that because we're not God, we're not perfect. But God was teaching us that we needed to be dependent upon him. So the works of the law, you aren't gonna be justified by that. But you can be justified by this faith in Jesus Christ. What does it look like whenever we have faith in Jesus Christ? Well, I love how he talks about dying to the law in verse 19. But even more than that, I love Galatians 2.20. And you know, you probably even know it from a song uh, and maybe even noticed as I was reading it, I kind of got into that rhythm that the song has because it's just so closely connected with this passage. But the passages talk about being crucified with Christ. That means that that you're no longer the one who lives, but Christ lives in you. This is what it means to have faith in Jesus Christ. And he even says that. He says, the life that I now live in the body, like in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. The same Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So he lives by faith. He's justified by faith. Are you starting to catch on how important faith is to everything about us as Christians? And he was saying that righteousness could not be gained through following the law. Because if that was true, then Christ died for nothing. And we know that Christ did not die for for nothing. That was too many negatives. We know that Christ died for a purpose. And his purpose was to allow us to be counted as righteous. That's why Jews and Gentiles alike must put their faith in Jesus Christ. That's how we can be justified. That's how we can be made righteous. And I told you before that we're gonna be looking in Galatians 2 and also James 2, but I kind of wanna go into the next chapter just a little bit in in Galatians because the thought continues on about this this contrast of faith and works. In Galatians 3, verses one through nine, Does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by believing that you have heard? So also Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Understand then that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. So those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham the man of faith now see this passage he just wants to know this question in verse verse 3 you know he, he's just asking look you began by means of the spirit you began by focusing on the spirit are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh you know are you now trying to just just think about your works as some checklist that these things that you just have to check off and make sure that you've done everything that you need to do he says that's not the way of Christ. That's not the way of being justified. That's not what it means to have this faith in Jesus. And then he uses the example of Abraham. And I love this passage from Galatians and then also the passage from James because you know what? Here in Galatians, Paul is talking about the need for faith and he uses the example of Abraham. But guess what? Whenever we turn to to, uh, James in just a moment, we're gonna see that James stresses works. He puts so much emphasis on works. But he does it by using the example of Abraham. Abraham is a wonderful example to show us faith and works working together. We see right here that verse 7, this is where he's talking about, you know, before in the previous chapter, he was speaking uh, about the Jews. He mentioned the Gentiles, but he was speaking about the Jews. But now he's saying, look, everybody who has faith, they are children of Abraham. And even because of that and, and through that, In verse 8, we get this wonderful statement right here that the gospel was actually announced in advance to Abraham whenever it was stated that all nations will be blessed through you. That means the Jews, the Gentiles, everybody would be blessed through Abraham. And how is that going to happen? That was going to happen because Abraham was a man of faith. And through this man of faith, Abraham, we were going to get the Son of God, Jesus Christ himself. And through faith in Jesus Christ, that is how but we can be justified. That is how we can be made righteous. If we have faith like Abraham had in verse six, that Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. The same can be said of us. So that's the emphasis on faith. And that's, that's where we really need to understand the importance of faith in our journey with Christ. But now let's also notice the importance of works. James chapter two. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there's one God, but good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. This passage right here it is telling us this need to have these works. Now here, yes, I've been using the NIV and the NIV, I think they they maybe even purposely stayed away from the, the phrase works because they translated it as deeds right here. Most of the time it's deeds. Uh, you might see a little bit more Um, I guess in verse seven, he's talking about by action. But, you know, we're looking at works right here. We're working at deeds. Call it deeds, call it works, call it whatever you want. But what it comes down to is it's it's actions. It's doing something about this faith. That's his point. His point is, you know, look, you can claim to have faith. But if you claim to have faith, but you don't back it up with some, some fact, like actually doing something about that, can that faith actually save you? He uses the example in verse 15 that, you know, look, if you claim to have faith, but then you have someone in your midst who is a brother or sister and doesn't have clothes and daily food, and if you say good things to them, but you do nothing to help them, what good is that? Verse 17, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Now, I've said this several times, and I think it's it's very important that we need to understand that The good deeds that we do we do them because we've been saved not in order to be saved in order for us to be counted righteous we have to have faith but in order for us to have the faith that's pleasing to god that means that it's going to be accompanied by action that means we're going to do something about that faith if you claim to have faith in god but if you just sit around and you don't ever do anything about it if it doesn't produce the fruits of the spirit within you if you don't actually act upon that faith then what different are you than the demons right here I think that's why he's saying that in verse 19 that you believe there's one God okay good that's wonderful but even the demons believe that and they they shudder that's what it's like if we claim that we have faith but if we don't back it up by actually doing something about it and I love this statement in verse 18 someone might say you have faith I have deeds okay you know we're that, that sounds like something that people would say today you know so so, so many people are, they say things like, well, you know, that's all right for you. You know, you've got your faith. I've got my faith. And, you know, let's just kind of keep our distance. And we all know that, you know, one of the things we're not supposed to talk about is is religion. That's just kind of a, a general statement in our society. And it sounds like that, you know, they had something similar to that. You know, uh, you have faith. I have deeds. Okay. But then he follows it up with, show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. Do you see the connection here between this faith and the works? What do we need in order to be pleasing in God's sight? We need faith and works. We need them both working together to to produce good things. We can actually show our faith by the deeds that we have. After all, isn't that really the only way that you can see someone's faith? You can't look at somebody and really just see instantly whether or not they are someone of faith. But, You can look at the fruit that they bear. Even Jesus spoke about that. Even on the the Sermon on the Mount, he spoke about the need to to bear fruit and the importance of that. And he also spoke about how you can tell the type of tree based on what fruit comes from it. So if people want to, to know that you have faith or if you want to show your faith, you can show your faith by the deeds that you do. Keep in mind, we don't do those deeds though in order to be saved. We do them because we have been saved and because we've been given such a wonderful blessing that it must be shared with others. That's what faith in Jesus Christ is about. But there's a little bit more to this in James 2, verses 20 through 26 now. Now we see these examples that are given. Now we see this example of Abraham. We're also gonna see the example of, of Rahab, the, uh, uh, the the prostitute, uh, and that that's what's going to end out this chapter. But both of these, these examples, are given to show us what it looks like whenever someone has faith in God and then does something about it. James says here in James 2 verses 20 through 26, you foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. We see these two main examples but really if you want to kind of press the issue you see even more within this but we definitely see these examples we see that abraham is considered you know our father right here in verse uh, 21 but wasn't he considered righteous whenever he offered up his son isaac on the altar now he was doing that through faith but that's exactly james's point james's point was he had faith but we see in verse 22 that his faith and his actions, they were working together. Sometimes Christians have tried to emphasize either works or emphasize faith. And, and maybe they say it in those terms. Maybe they don't. But, but whatever the case, throughout history, emphasis has been placed too much on one of those. But yet, and that, that's been going on for uh, several hundred years, definitely since what's been called uh, the, uh, the, the Reformation movement you know, with Martin Luther, he, was, he, he emphasized uh, faith so much that he almost kind of downplayed the need for works. And that's been a constant struggle since then. I'm sure it was even a struggle before then. I mean, just read the Bible. Uh, you, you see examples of it. But definitely it's been a big struggle in the church since then. And what we see with Abraham in verse 22 is that his faith and his actions, they were working together. His faith was actually made complete by what he did. You see how important it is for us to have both faith and works. Verse 24, a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. If you have faith, it's going to do something. It's going to act. It's going to do these good deeds. We also find out in verse 26, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. How's your faith? How's your works? Are they alive? Can people see them? Both things are needed. We must have faith and we must do something about that faith. Let's make sure that we do those things. Let's have that faith in Jesus Christ and trust in him for our salvation. Let's go out and, and do something about that faith and demonstrate that faith to a world who desperately needs hope. I love you, Lord, so I want to be baptized And wash my sins away
0: I love you, Lord, so I want to be baptized And then I can be saved I love you, Lord, so I want to be baptized With Jesus I'll be raised I love you, Lord, so I want to be baptized Giving God God the praise And I'll be born born again yes born again obeying christ the lamb i love the lord so my friend i've been baptized and washed my sins away i love the lord so my friend i've been baptized i'm now among the same. i love the lord so my friend i've been baptized with jesus i've been raised I love the Lord, so my friend, I've been baptized, giving God God the praise, and I've been born. Be baptized And wash your sins away I love you friend Won't you come and be baptized And then you Can be saved I love you friend Won't you come and be baptized With Jesus you'll be raised I love you friend Won't you come and be baptized I'm Giving God Giving God the praise And you'll be born And you'll be born again Wash in the blood of the Lamb And you'll be born again Walking in a light of forgiveness And you'll be born again Yes, born again Obeying Christ the Lamb